Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Capes and Japes. Um, it is a billion degrees where I am, so if I just melt, if I just melt away in the middle of the recording, um, you'll know why. Um, and my cat has suddenly decided that he is going to be very needy, so if there's any cat noises, I apologize. Yeah. You tried You tried to move out of cat range and was not allowed. And now he's just bumping up against the thing that I have my mic on, so... <laughs> Thanks. So, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how all this goes. Um... So over uh over the past several weeks, um we've taken a look at um the major Green Lanterns of DC, the most well known Green Lanterns, Hal Jordan, John Stewart, Guy Gardner, and Kyle Rayner. Um and uh today we are just we're gonna take a whirlwind tour of, uh, some various, uh, some less well-known Green Lanterns, some of the other, like, Green Lantern-associated, uh, mythology. Um, just, like, touching on, like, on the weirdest stuff. Um, there's definitely, like, some of this we could definitely do, like, deeper dives into. So I guess if there's anything in here that you're like, I want to know more about that, uh, let us know. And maybe it won't be something that we can do any more about, but some of it we definitely can. Um, so, uh, let's, uh, let's start out with some, um, some other assorted, uh, Green Lanterns. Um, even though the four we've already talked about are, um the Green Lanterns with the most history, um, they're not the only, like, primary Green Lanterns within, uh, DC history. Um, we touched briefly on, uh, the original, original Green Lantern, uh, Alan Scott, um, who was a Golden Age hero, um, who had a green lantern ring that let him do cool stuff, but his ring was a magical artifact. Um. And the other green lantern rings aren't? Well, the other green lantern rings, they use their, it's not magic. It's alien technology. Okay. Magic is, magic is an <laughs> extremely distinctive thing in comic books. I'm just saying a ring that can make hard light constructs in anything that you can imagine seems pretty much like magic to me. No, I mean realistically, yes, realistically it should be it should be magic. Um but uh it's not <laughs> comics have weird and specific rules um and one of them says like these rings aren't magic. They're very advanced alien technology. Don't ask questions about them. Um, but so they reboot, uh, Green Lantern in the, uh, 50s to be, uh, you know, more of this, like, spacefaring sci-fi story. Um, and, uh, they retcon Alan Scott back in by saying, um, I think, like, uh, the, like, there, he got, like, a, like, a rogue lantern's ring that had, like, fused with a magical artifact okay. called the Star Heart. Alright. Yeah. yeah. I mean, here's the thing, is that when you retcon a superhero, and then you have that superhero still around, you gotta, you gotta come up with something. Um, and, um, this is what they came up with. I don't know if it's still true, or if it's been rewritten 
in some other way in the many, many comic book reboots. Um, but that's, uh, that's what happens with, uh, Alan Scott. Um, he shows up occasionally. Um, he doesn't really get involved with, like, a whole lot of the Green Lantern stuff because, uh, like, he's, well, he's old. Um, and also he's not, like, a recruited Green Lantern, so, like, this isn't his problem. <laughs> um, but, um, he crops up. His daughter, uh, Jade, becomes a Green Lantern. And she dies during Infinite Crisis. I think we talked about that. Because, I mean, you know, you could have guessed, probably. Um, but, uh, there are also, um, two more recent Green Lanterns, um, who we didn't talk about because there's not really as much history to talk about because they're fairly new. Um, but, uh, Simon Baz and Jessica Cruz um, were both, uh, introduced in the New 52, um, but have continued to exist after that. Um, Simon was introduced, uh, slightly before Jessica. Um, he is a, uh, he is the first, uh, Middle Eastern American and Muslim member of the Green Lantern Corps. Um, which, like, is not that notable in the context of the Green Lantern Corps because there's, you know, like, a lot, there's a lot of different places that they're taking, you know, recruiting Green Lanterns from. So probably most Green Lanterns are going to be the first something. Um, but it is notable in the context of comics that doesn't have a lot of Muslim characters. Yeah, it... I'm also surprised, you know, I mean, not, like, meta-contextually because comics, uh, but just within the universe, like, oh, you've had four Green Lanterns from Earth in this big sector, oh, also they're all from America, <laughs> and they're, like, white dudes except for Kyle, who was that, who was retconned to be not white? Yes. Alright, uh, okay. Well, and John. And John. I- I mean, but they are all yes. they are all cis dudes. I don't know why my brain skipped out. I think it's trying to re realize why Simon Baz is a familiar name when I don't care about Green Lanterns at all, and it's because it's the first it's the uh, first names of the two main characters of Rainbow Rowell's Carry On. Holy shit! You're right. <laughs> when 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 did Carry On come out? Um, well, no, because that was. They were in Fangirl. They were right? in Fan. Maybe I haven't actually read Fangirl. Okay, I'm pretty sure they were referenced in Fangirl, which I think came out before this. So DC ripped off Rainbow Rowell. Uh, <laughs> confirmed. Um, but uh, Simon Baz is the uh the like new Green Lantern of the New Fifty Two. Um. He, uh, he receives a, uh, power ring, um, from, like, uh, Hal, Hal's ring fuses with Sinestro's ring for some reason. Olivia? Um, yeah. I'm sorry, I did some Google, not to interrupt, but I did some Googling. No, please, go for it. Uh, Simon Baz Green Lantern made debut in 2012. Fangirl was published in 2013, so they were probably written oh. at the same time. <laughs> so it's just a very beautiful coincidence. That, uh, that's amazing. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he, uh, he receives, uh, he's selected by, uh, Hal and Sinestro's rings fusing together. Um, while Hal is doing some, uh, doing some stuff in space. This is, like, the New 52, like, Green Lantern, like, plot is that, uh, the, uh, Guardians of the Universe have decided, um, they don't want to have Green Lanterns anymore because all of these Green Lanterns, like, break the rules all the time. Um, which is, like, 
when you are a uh, godlike race of uh, emotionless beings dedicated to preserving order in the universe, and you have this very cool weapon that uh, can only be wielded by someone with, like, a very strong will, when you make, like, your central rule, like, do everything we say and don't question it, there's, like, an inherent contradiction there. Yeah. You just recruited all of the most stubborn bastards in the universe, and you're trying to make them listen to you. Yeah, I don't know why they thought that would work. And also, I don't know why they thought that, like, oh yeah, we're just gonna put in this thing to find the most willful person and give them this ring. Nothing can go wrong. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, but, uh, so Simon's kind of, uh, the new Green Lantern for a bit. Uh, Jessica is introduced, uh, a couple years later, um, when she, uh, it's after Forever Evil, so, um, Forever Evil is, uh, an event in the New 52 that's mostly bad, except for, like, the extremely weirdly horny parts with Dick Grayson. <laughs> um, but there's, like, an evil Justice League that comes to Earth, um, and Jessica gets the ring of the evil Green Lantern after he dies, I think? Um, which is still a Green Lantern ring. Um, it has some in inherent evilness to it, but it is basically a Green Lantern ring. Um, she is, uh, she's extremely cool. She's also, uh, not white. She's, uh, Mexican and Honduran American. Um. Nice. Yeah, nice. Um, and, uh, she, uh, she finds the ring after she, like, uh, she's on, like, a hunting trip with her friends and her friends are killed, um... Not nice. Not nice. Not nice at all. She's very traumatized by it. Um, but she, uh, manages to escape and, uh, the ring finds her. Um, so she's very cool. She's, like, kind of, uh, like, survivalist. Um, and she and Simon, uh end up working together, I think in Rebirth, I think in Rebirth there's this thing where, like, their, like, power battery is fused together, and they, like, have to work together, um, and okay. she also, yeah, you know, it's fun, uh, teamwork, um, she also, uh, does, like, uh, joins Justice League Odyssey, which I think is kind of like the space, um, like, the space branch of Justice League, um, recently. Uh, Justice League Dark is the magic one, and I think Odyssey is, like, the spacey one. Um. That's the one where Odysseus goes on a long journey. Oh, yeah, thank you, you're right. Uh, I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, she's, I haven't, um, I haven't seen that much stuff with her or Simon, but they both seem pretty neat. Um. I do also want to say, um, there was, like, a, like, very, very popular, uh, fan headcanon, uh, back in the day of, uh, making, uh, Jaime Reyes, Blue Beetle's, uh, younger sister, uh, Milagro, uh, Reyes, having her grow up to be a Green Lantern, because I think at some point she references, like, really liking Green Lantern, and I saw just, like, so much fan art, um, of this, uh, which is rad, but- Did you forget that it's not canon? <laughs> I did forget that it's not canon, and also when I first saw, like, Jessica on the cover of something, my first assumption was, like, oh, there's, like, a, a young Latina woman as the Green Lantern. That must be, like, Teen Milagro. <laughs> um, it wasn't, but she's still cool. Um, but, uh, someday. Someday, ugh, someday DC will stop forsaking Jaime. Um. <laughs> DC, bring back our son. 
Please, DC, I need my son. Um, some other, uh, notable Green Lanterns, uh, who aren't humans, um, are, uh, Aresia Rob, um, who is a, a very humanoid, uh, e uh, green girl, um, who's, uh, she, when she's first introduced, um, she, uh, has a big crush, uh, on Hal, um, and then she, like, uses her ring to, like, make herself older so they can date, because she's, like, a teen. Um, don't like that. And that's pretty whack, and I don't like it at all. Also, she has um, bad taste. She has extremely bad taste, um, but a very cute design, and I don't think that lasted, like, super long. Um, I have some questions for the person who wrote that, to be honest. Yeah, I have a lot of questions and concerns, but she seems pretty cool when she's not being written to do some, uh, whack, uh, stuff that I don't like. Um... She dies and comes back. Jessica also dies and comes back. This just any time. Honestly, most Green Lanterns have died and come back. But also, especially, you know, girls. I mean, I'm glad they came back. Yeah, that's a that's a good thing. Um, uh, Tomar Ray is a Green Lantern who's uh uh been around since uh since. Some of the very first issues, he's, uh, an alien with, like, a big, uh, like, a fin on his head and sort of, like, a, a squid-like face. Like, not with tentacles, but with, like, kind of, like... The beak? The beak. A little beaky face. Why can I picture this man? Why? Why do I know this man? I think, I think he's in the, the bad movie, right? Was he in Emerald Knight? The cartoon one? Maybe. Oh, dogs. Oh, no. Um, I mean, he's been in a lot of, uh, a lot of adaptations. He is in, um, he is in the bad movie. Hold on, I'm just gonna um, grab my DVD of Emerald Knights and see if he's on the cover. Okay, he makes a cameo in Justice League. Um, oh, he does appear in Green Lantern Emerald Knights. Um, and also briefly in Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Um, this is why I recognize this man. He is on the cover of Green Lantern Emerald Knights. All right. Solved. Um, he's, uh, he's fun. He's sort of like a, uh, like a, uh, scientist researcher guy. Um, and he's one of, like, Hal's kind of early friends on the core. Um, also, uh, the... Non-human Green Lantern who probably see the most of nowadays is uh Kilowog. Love that guy. A, love that guy. He's a uh big, big, like kind of uh bulldog sort of looking alien. Um he uh is for when he's first introduced in 1986, he's like the uh the primary, uh, like, trainer for, like, rookie Green Lanterns. Um, he's, uh, a, uh, he's an extremely, uh, big, tough dude who, like, mostly just, like, uses his ring to, like, fly around and just, like, beats people up with his bare hands, because he can. Um. I mean, why not? Why not? Um, and he's, um, he's very fun. He's, like, pretty, uh, pretty widely loved, uh, among the Green Lanterns. He's, like, a little bit, like, one, like, you know, like a big kind of, uh, big sort of alien dude who's, like, rough around the edges, but, like, fairly gregarious. Um, he's fun. Um, there's also a lot of very weird like, Green Lanterns, like, there's, like, one that's, like, an alien that basically just looks like a squirrel, and one that's, like, an alien that looks kind of like an anthropomorphic dog. Um, a lot of them, a lot of them are sort of, uh, 
jokes. Um, I mean, it's a big universe. Yeah, there's, listen, there's a whole lot of them. Um, there's Jack T. Chance, who's like a blue guy with a trench coat who swears a lot. Um, Sounds like comics. Sounds like comics, baby. Um, yeah, there's, there's just, uh, there's just a whole bunch of them. It also kind of sounds like somebody's D&D OC that they just tried to sneak in there. Yeah, you know what? Uh, not impossible. Um, he has his own, uh, he has his own specific Green Lantern oath, um, which goes like, You who are wicked, evil, and mean, I'm the nastiest creep you've ever seen. Come one, come all, put up a fight. I'll pound your butts with Green Lantern's light. Yowza. Yowza. <laughs> you gotta say the yowza or else it doesn't work. Oh. Um. Bless. Yeah. Um, but in addition to the, uh, Green Lanterns, there are also, um, a whole bunch of other, uh, colors of lanterns. Um, which I didn't realize this. I thought these had, uh, been around for longer. Um, because again, I don't read a lot of Green Lantern stuff. So when I started, like, seeing them referenced in, like, crossover, crossover events, I was like, oh, these other Lantern Corps must have just, like, been around for a long time and I just, like, didn't hear anything about them because they're all in space. But they were actually, um, created fairly recently in, uh, like, the mid-2000s leading up to the Blackest Night crossover event. Um, so it's, like, right after, uh, Hal Jordan comes back from being Parallax, and then Spectre, and then dead, and then back to life. Um, As is the way. Yes. Um, and pretty much all of these uh, core were created by uh, Jeff Johns. Um, the Star Sapphires are kind of a weird case, which we'll get to. Um, but so there are uh, seven total um and uh some of them are very weird so what happens is that uh sinestro um of course of course um sinestro uh is a former green lantern who uh hal jordan discovers early on was, like, using his Green Lantern powers to, like, make himself a dictator on his home planet, basically. Um, and the Guardians were like, that is not what Green Lantern powers are for. Um, and, uh, exiled him. Um, and, uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing at the, like, this, uh, subtitle on his Wikipedia page that says Punishment and Villainy. <laughs> A biography. Um. Punishment and Villainy. The Sinestro story. Yes. Um. But so he's exiled to, like, an antimatter version of the Green Lantern's, like, home base of Oa. Um. And while he's there, he, uh, manages to create his own power ring. Um, which, uh, rather than drawing on willpower, uh, draws on fear. Um, on his fear, but mostly his ability to induce fear in other people. And also it recharges from fighting Green Lanterns, which I think is just a fun little feature he put in there because he's like, I'm so mad at Green Lanterns. Um. And he knew that he would be fighting a lot of Green Lanterns, so... Just, like, yeah. the battery of a car recharging while you drive. Like... Yeah, exactly. It's just, it just makes sense. Um, so, uh, he, uh, he's hanging around, uh, for a while, you know, fighting, uh, 
fighting all of these Green Lanterns and getting energy from it, and he, you know, dies and is exiled and is, like, trapped places various times, and he comes back because, you know, comics. Um, but he, uh, forms, uh, forms his own core, um, the, uh, Sinestro core, um, and I have to say my absolute, uh, favorite, favorite, favorite fact I found out, uh, today is that, um, so there was a point, um, where, uh, Sinestro was trying to, uh, kill Guy Gardner, and Booster Gold, um, had to, uh, was trying to prevent this from happening, and he, <laughs> because Booster has, like, you know, like a, a heavily yellow color scheme, he told, he found Sinestro, and he told him that, uh, he was an admirer of his from the future, um, and that in the future there was a whole core dedicated to how great Sinestro was. And Sinestro said, what's it called? And Booster panicked and went, the Sinestro core. And Sinestro went, that sounds great. Oh, Michael. <laughs> I love him so much. How many times are you going to panic and say the first thing that comes to your mind? <laughs> Too many. Every, every single time. Um, so, uh, he ends up forming, uh, a Sinestro Corps, um, with, uh, by recruiting various people, uh, capable of instilling great fear, um, and then, uh, basically just, like, uh, psychologically, like, tormenting them before they become Yellow Lanterns to increase their affinity for fear. Um. Okay. That sounds which, yeah. great. Yeah, listen, Green Lanterns is a busted organization, but they don't do that. <laughs> that we know of. That we know of, you're right. Um, but, uh... This is, uh, this is the first thing that kind of leads to, it's not that, like, it's not that Sinestro creating the Sinestro core is the thing in canon that leads to all of these other core existing, but, uh, it is, it is metatextually sort of the event that triggers these. Um, but so there's, uh, the Green Lanterns. Obviously, there's the Yellow Lanterns, the Sinestro Corps, um, whose primary emotion is fear. Um, and then there's also, uh, red, orange, blue, indigo. That's me. And violet. Yay! Um, so, uh, the Red Lanterns, as, uh, could probably surmise, and we've mentioned them before, but the Red Lanterns' emotion is, uh, rage. Um... They're just very angry all the time. They are, in fact, so angry that, uh, most of them, like, uh, like, binding with a red lantern ring, like, makes you just, like, basically feral. Like, most of the red lanterns are just kind of, like, uh, like, mindless, like, murder machines. Rip. Um, Yeah. Rip. I love, uh, Slaughter Magnus Archives. Um, <laughs> they are, uh, their leader is a, uh, an alien named, uh, Atrocitus. Um, so just really, uh, it's really sticking with the theme. He did name himself, which, uh, <laughs> is a little bit better than, uh, Sinestro. Um, but Green Lantern villains love to have, uh, thematically appropriate names in English for some reason. Um, but Atrocitus, uh, hates Green Lanterns because before the existence of the Green Lanterns, the Guardians, uh, tried 
a different thing, which is they made, like, a bunch of, like, an army of, uh, robots called Manhunters, um, and, like, oh, surprise, it didn't go well, and the robots went rogue and, like, murdered countless people, like, who could have imagined? Um, but Atrocitus's, like, uh, whole, uh, whole planet got, like, murdered by these, uh, robots sent by the Guardians of the Universe, um, and so he, uh, hates, he hates Green Lanterns, um, and he, uh, wants to destroy them, um. Fair. Yeah. Um, he all, he, like, made, I, like, made his own, like, power battery by doing, like, the evil blood murder magic. Um, but, um, there are other, uh, Red Lanterns. Guy is, uh, has a Red Lantern ring, uh, because he gets extremely mad when he thinks Kyle is dead. Um, I'm pr- and then he- I mean, Kyle yeah. did die. He came back. No, Kyle, I mean, he, Kyle did, he gets extremely mad because Kyle died. But Kyle does come back. He did die for- I don't want to diminish this. He gets extremely mad because Kyle dies. Um, there's, uh, there's a, uh, lady, uh, lady named Blease who has, like, cool, like, like, Yasha critical role, like, bone wings. Um, nice. Yeah, who ends up, like, being, uh, sort of, uh... Becoming, like, more of, uh, an anti-hero type. Um, and there's also, most importantly, a cat named Dexstar. Um, Dexstar, who is a cat from Earth, whose, uh, uh, owner was, or who was originally named Dexter, the normal Earth name, and his owner was killed by a burglar during a break-in. Um, and, uh, he, uh, was, like, wandering the streets, deeply upset, and, uh, two, uh, just very bad people just tried to, like, toss him off the Brooklyn Bridge, and the rage in his heart (laughs) drew a green- a red lantern ring, and now he's a cat- who's a red lantern. He's just an extremely angry cat. He is the angriest cat. Um, his, like, uh, origin story is, like, famously, uh, extremely sad. Obviously, because it's about a very sad thing happening to a cat. So, uh, everybody loved him, and he keeps showing up in, like, lantern stuff, even though it was sort of a joke at first. Um. Comics should know better. Yeah, listen, um, but he, uh, may or may not be one of the most powerful Red Lanterns, and he rules. Um, Orange is, uh, Greed, um, and, uh, fittingly, um, there isn't really an Orange Lantern core, um, so much as there's just, uh, one guy, because he doesn't want to share his orange lantern power with anybody. Um, an alien named, uh, Larflees, um, which I, god, it's so, it's, it's a very silly name to say out loud or to read. Um, but, uh, an alien named, uh, Larflees, who Hal Jordan nicknamed Gonzo, because he sort of looks like Gonzo, which is funny. Uh Um, but he, uh, He's also referred to as Agent Orange, um, by the Guardians, which is, like, why are you guys using so many, like, Earth references? And it's just one man. Yeah, um, but he controls the, uh, the Orange Lantern light, which has, uh, the power to, like, absorb most other, like, lantern constructs, because Screed. Um, and this and, is mine now, and this is mine now, yes. and this is mine now. Um, yeah, and his, uh, 
the orange lanterns are, like, not actual, like, orange lanterns, but they're, like, basically, like, constructs that he made that are, like, duplicates of people whose souls he stole? Okay. Question mark? It's confusing. There are There is sort of an orange lantern core, but it's just a bunch of fake people that Larflees made. I hate saying Larflees. I don't know how. I've had to read it a bunch of times every time I'm doing Green Lantern research, and I just, I don't know why they didn't give him a less silly name. I mean, um, it's comics. It is comics is the thing, huh? Yeah. Um, the, uh, the Blue Lanterns, um, are my personal favorite. Um, so the Blue Lantern Corps was actually, uh, created, um, by two of the Guardians, uh, uh, Ganthet and his wife, uh, Saed, or Side S-A-Y-D. Um, Ganthet being, uh, we talked about him with Kyle a little, but he's one of the Guardians, but he's a Guardian who, uh, is more in touch with his emotions, uh, than the others. Um, and he was, uh, the only one to survive when Hal did a bunch of murders, um, but the rest of the Guardians eventually came back. They were reborn, except they were like babies now, but they weren't actually babies, but they sort of looked like babies. We don't- listen, it's fine. But he, um, he and, uh, Sade are, like, uh, banished from the Guardians, uh, because, uh, they have too many emotions, um, and they are trying to, like, discuss this prophecy that's, like, supposed to happen, and the Guardians are like, no, that's not gonna happen, don't worry about it. They're like, we're pretty concerned about it, though. They're like, well, stop. Um, and they get kicked out, and they, uh, go to, uh, create their own Lantern Corps, um, and, uh, use their powers to make a blue Lantern power battery, um, and the, uh, blue lanterns are fueled by and based on, uh, hope. Um, so, uh, their leader is a, uh, uh, a guy named, uh, Saint Walker, which is objectively a dope name. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, they're, like, one of, uh, like... Red, orange, and yellow are all, like, usually evil. Um, the blue- the blue lanterns are probably the most prominent one that are actually, like, allied with the green lanterns. Um, which works out well, because, uh, since, uh, hope is largely ineffectual without the will to carry things out, um, they need, uh, green lanterns in order for their rings to work, um, but they also, like, uh, like, supercharge the green lanterns that are around them. Um. Wow. And they're also able- yeah. Um, and, uh, they're also able to, uh, like, cleanse someone of the influence of a red lantern ring, um, which is what Kyle does to Guy. Um, but, um, they're, uh, the ones that are, uh, most similar to the Green Lanterns in actual operation, which makes sense because they were also formed by the Guardians. Um, because Indigo, uh, is also, like, uh, largely on the side of, uh, you know, good and peace and order. Indigo's emotion is, uh, compassion. Um, but the, uh, the Indigo Lanterns, they're not a, uh, they're not a core, they're the Indigo Tribe. Um, and, uh, their leader is a woman who's just known as, uh, Indigo One. Okay. Um, and, yeah, um. What is this, 007? But, yeah. 
<laughs> Come on, comics. A more compassionate James Bond. <laughs> um, but they are, uh, you know, their mission is, uh, their intent is, is to spread goodwill and take care of people. Um, but they're, like, fairly, uh, reclusive. They don't do it in a big bombastic, like, announcing themselves constantly way like the Green Lanterns do. Um, and they tend to prefer not to get, uh, caught up in, uh, the various, you know, shenanigans that, uh, the, the Green Lanterns tend to, uh, tend to get involved with. And they all have very kind of, like, uh, um, I mean, I guess, like, uh, as the name tribe implies, um, they don't, like, uh, they're all kind of, like, not as, uh... Militarized? Definitely not as, yeah, exactly, not as militaristic as the Green Lanterns. Like, they have, like, kind of, like, simple clothes, and they all carry these, like, uh, carved, like, staffs. Um... So they're druids. They are, they're if, all druids, actually. If, if we do D&D analogies they're druids yes they they're they're all druids um and uh the uh indigo one was actually uh was uh had like an encounter in her history with uh Hal Jordan's I was predecessor okay oh I was about to be all like please don't say Hal Jordan <laughs> No, no, with Hal Jordan's predecessor, like, uh, Abin Sir, and I think she may have, like, uh, she used to be a very different person, and I think she, like, she, she, like, killed his family or killed someone he knew or something, and, uh, because, uh, Abin Sir, like, showed her, you know, compassion and forgiveness, she was like, oh, huh, maybe I... Maybe I should look into that. Um, Maybe I should look into this compassion thing I've heard so much about. Yeah. Um, but, uh, they're all very, like, uh, kind of, like, like, forsake, like, material possessions, like, don't really believe in, like, individualism. Um, and as such, you don't really see as much of them. Um, but, uh, I do think it's cool. Even though I'm not... Compassion is, I guess, an emotion. Um, sure. Yeah. But, I mean, probably as much as will is an emotion. Yeah. Like, it's not not an emotion. Um, Is greed an emotion? Okay. Anger, for sure. Yes. Definitely. Fear, emo- definitely. Yes. The rest of these... Maybe. Maybe. Um, the, um, last ones are probably the weirdest ones. They're not actually the last ones. There's also, there's Black Lanterns and White Lanterns, technically, which are their own thing, but those aren't actually core. There's, like, a Black Lantern entity and a White Lantern entity, and they represent life and death. Uh. Okay. Yes. Um, and, uh... In during uh the Blackest Night event, which is what like all of these like you know core introductions were like leading up to, and like the prophecy that like Ganthet and Side were like stressed about, um, uh the quote unquote Black Lantern core is formed by uh the Black Lantern entity like uh just like resurrecting a ton of dead people to make like a zombie army, um. But they all have, like, Black Lantern powers. Um, so if you're ever reading about a DC character, um, there's, like, a, uh, probably, like, an 80% chance that it'll be, like, they died. And then they came back as a Black Lantern. Um, but, uh, and then the White Lanterns are, like, uh, a bunch of different superheroes, like, get White Lantern powers to fight the Black Lanterns. Um, but after that, Kyle becomes a White Lantern for a while because he gets 
a bunch of different rings and they all fuse together into a white ring, and I don't really understand how it works. Um, the last one we're going to address, um, this has already gone longer than I thought it would, and we're just, like, <laughs> touching on all of these things so briefly. Um, but the, uh, Violet Lanterns are also known as the, uh, Star Sapphires. Um, and, uh, their associated emotion is love. Um, so there was a, uh, a Star Sapphire, um, in, like, the original Silver Age Green Lantern comics, um, who was, uh, Hal's love interest, uh, Carol Ferris, um, who became a, uh, supervillain because it was, like, uh, the, this alien species, um, called the Zamorons. It is supposed to sound like Amazons, um, but they would, like, uh, choose, uh, an identical female, like, host to serve as, like, the, like, the host body for their queen, and she would get all these star sapphire powers that were basically, like, green lantern powers, but, like, purplish. Um, so, like, this happened to Carol Ferris, and, like, Hal had to kind of snap her out of it. Um, but the, uh, the Xamarons are from the same original species as, uh, the Guardians of the Universe. Um, but it's just, like, all of the women, um, and, uh, they all, like, fucked off when the Guardians of the Universe were deciding to make the Green Lanterns. They were like, we're gonna do go do our own thing. And so the Star Sapphires are all women, um, mostly, except for Guy one time, and I think there's been one other dude one, and, um, Jeff Johns was like, uh, well, they can be anyone, it's just that most men aren't worthy, ha ha ha, and it's like, okay. All right, Jeff. One, are you telling me that the concept of binary gender is so prevalent throughout the whole of the universe? Are you telling me that, that toxic masculinity... <laughs> Are you telling me, Jeff? <laughs> um, so this, like, the whole existence of the Star Sapphires presupposes, um, that, uh, the majority of alien species have women. The concept of women. Um, and also that those women have titties. <laughs> because... The other point of the Star Sapphires is just to have, like, incredibly revealing costumes. Um, hmm. it's, there's, does Guy, there's a lot of that. Does Guy get a titty window? I don't, I mean, I don't think his costume changes. Comics, um, you are comics, a coward. Absolutely. I don't, I don't think any of their costumes change when they take the different rings. I think they're just sort of, like, glowing a different color. Um, hmm. but Guy should have had a titty window. Guy was a lady one time, sort of. He was a shapeshifter. Yeah. He had titties. He did have titties. Um. One could argue he still has titties, depending on your definition of a titty. Um, you're so right. <laughs> um, anyways, so, um... The Star Sapphires are pretty whack. Um, the, uh, concept is that, uh, like the Red Lanterns, but in the opposite direction, love is such a powerful emotion that, um, like, wielding a Star Sapphire ring, like, basically kind of, like, takes over your mind. Um, it's, like, it's, it's, like, basically the ring enforcing its will, uh, and not you. But I guess it just makes you, like, 
kind of like horny and the thing is the thing is i get hi it's it's me hi it's it's two arrow aces on the podcast <laughs> i get the obvious like the obvious decision to associate the emotion of love with sexuality but they're not the same thing um and um also uh the uh the Xamarons do like a bunch of uh extremely whack shit where they like find people who they think would be like uh appropriate like star sapphire hosts who have like quote unquote like a hole in their heart that needs to be filled by love um and they put them in like suspended animation in these like star sapphire crystals um and like basically brainwash them into being like different people um no and at first yeah don't don't do that and at first it's like oh it's uh it's just like the crystals like show them like the love that exists like inside them and then it's like no it just turns them into a different person um which is why uh we talked about with john stewart a little uh fatality um the uh very cool princess of the planet that uh John Stewart failed to save from blowing up and so she has like a huge massive grudge against the green lanterns um gets like taken by the star sapphires and then when she comes back as a star sapphire she's like John I love you I want to date you and John's like what huh w- excuse me um and they do date because he's like okay I guess she like feels differently now um that's weird, but I'll roll with it. Yeah. Yeah. Then she realizes what happened with the Star Sapphire. She's like, okay, now I hate these guys and the Green Lanterns, and I'm gonna kill all of you. Which, you know what? That's fair. Yeah. Um. I mean, one of them was responsible for the death of your entire planet. The other one turned you into a different person against your will. Yeah. Um, I think they, um, they become, uh less whack um at some point uh at some point carol becomes like uh the leader of the star sapphires and i think she makes them be less whack um i have always been like in a lot of ways very confused about where they stand in relation to the green lanterns like are they like are you guys chill with this? Like, is it always this messed up? Or is it just, like, one time they did this sort of messed up stuff? Um, what are they- Like, a lot of times they do things that seem to be kind of whack and, like, not aligned with love. Um, and also I realize that love and compassion are two different things. Um, but having both of them seems like there should be a lot of overlap. But I guess there's not, because- like, I don't know, the Indigo tribe is just vibing, and, uh, the Star Sapphires are doing this. Um. I, I feel like they are very similar, and they're pro- they probably should be, like, the same thing, <laughs> but, <laughs> but the Star Sapphires are like, no, we're gonna do our own. Um, much like the colors of indigo and violet um god um yeah so that's just that's pretty much just a tasting menu of uh all of the weirdness that's going on with everything around the green lantern core um there's so much of it Maybe we should do a Star Sapphires episode so I can actually dig into what the goddamn deal is. I mean, I am um, down. But uh yeah, that's uh that's that's a that's a quick rundown for everybody. Um did you have anything else? Um I did look up a picture of Guy Gardner. Well, he has both the red lantern ring and the uh violet lantern ring 
Yes, you sent it to me. I did send it it. to you. They basically just made one pant leg red and one pant leg pink. Yeah, they didn't even, like, they just made the colorist do it. Like, they didn't even, like, outline them differently. I mean, he's got, like, uh, his, like, shirt is black with, like, a red line down the middle and one shoulder has, like, a red accent to it and the other shoulder has a pink accent to it like it looks pretty skin tight but no titty window very disappointing (laughs) incredibly disappointing but also god i like how uh the red lanterns and the star sapphires are the two rings that just absolutely take you over and make you a different person and somebody was like let's give guy both <laughs> let's just <laughs> shove them both at him let's just i either they really like guy and want to like do something really interesting with his character and have him work through some stuff, or they just hate Guy and want him to be a different person. (laughs) Just shove them both on there and see the most emotionally volatile Green Lantern. Like, just give (laughs) them both of them. See what happens. We'll just see what happens. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It'll be fine. It's okay. We'll just throw Kyle at him. Kyle's blue right now. It's okay. (laughs) Kyle, fix it. (laughs) Kyle, just just vibe with him. God. I mean, the more you started talking about Indigo Lanterns, I'm just like, ugh, this is falling into, like, some Native American trope bullshit. No, there is some very unfortunate tropes. Oh. Um, which sucks, because it's, like, it's cool. Like, they're good. It's yeah. just, like, the aesthetic is, like, oh, guys, don't do this. Like, don't do this. You can... Compassion is rad and all, but, like, none of your other ones are based off of actual human cultures. I mean, I guess you could argue no. that the military is a culture. But... <laughs> On the other hand, not a lot of people are, like, culturally appropriating the military. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's a little whack. I would like, I would like to see them in some more stories where people can do less whack things with them. Yeah, it's almost like we should have, uh, more Native American and indigenous comics books writers. It's weird. 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 Wild. It's almost as if we say this in so many episodes that, uh... Keep saying it! That comics should have more diverse creative teams. Wow! It's almost as if bad and insensitive things happen when it's just white dudes. So weird! Wow. Oh, thank you for telling me more about the color spectrum of the I almost said the color spectrum of the green lanterns <laughs> the the all of the greens all of the greens I almost said viridian but I don't know if that's green or not uh I think it is it's possible puce the puce lanterns <laughs> um the turquoise the lanterns, lanterns, the lime lanterns, they're a bit zesty. Uh, hey, what if being a star sapphire just makes you trans? Hey, that's a good idea. The star sapphires are like, uh, we're gonna just get women. What's a woman? You are now, buddy. All right. <laughs> we're going off at Earth standards for this one because we're not even just Earth standards gods it's just so american <laughs> pretty much oh wow i read a lot of green lantern fan fiction this past week olivia yeah we're gonna talk about it tomorrow yeah yeah we are patrons get ready <laughs> we're just patrons buckle up 
This is a great time to become a patron. It's a great I'll have you know. time to become a patron. We're just gonna talk about Guy Kyle fanfiction. Probably stuff that we've read. Probably a little stuff about we what would like to read. Oh, gods. I want to talk about it right now, but we don't have time. No. No. We, you just have to hold on another day. Oh, all right. I don't- I haven't read anything. I mean, I read a little bit more of Snana the Were-Spider, but I already talked about that. It's still good. It's still a lot of spiders. Um, I did pick up some comics. Oh. Um, I went and I picked up my backlog of comics that I haven't really tapped into. Um, I did get the first issue of Dark Knight's Death Metal. Um, and you know, there's a lot of stuff I don't really understand. But some stuff that is pretty cool. I'll give him that. Um, more, a lot of Diana, which is good. I was afraid it would be more shitty Joker Batman, but there's a lot of Diana, which I like to see. Um, and kind of some cool, like, cool, weird, like, take, like, meta takes on the DC universe. Um, that are confusing. But interesting. Okay. Um, yes. Um, and I read Emperor Hulkling. Oh? Um, yes. Uh, do you, um, it's great. Um, hey, I have to, can I, um, can I share a, a spoiler, can I share a spoiler for this? Yes. Yes, you can. Okay. It's not actually, it's not a major plot spoiler for, like, the comic. Um, Tommy and David are together now. I did see that. I saw that on Twitter. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I just, like, I. it took me, like, I did, like, three double takes reading this, because, like, wh- what? I didn't share it in Discord, what? because I'm like, mm, this is spoilers. And then later, after I had lost the thread, I realized that we have a dedicated spoilers channel, so I could have put it there, but by then, Twitter had eaten it. So... Yeah, um, but, uh, yeah. Emperor Hulkling is very, very good, very, uh, charming. Somebody says, I want that twink obliterated out loud, um. Doesn't somebody also say, like, get me that twunk or something? <laughs> yeah, um, but, uh, some very, very, very good, uh, Billy and Teddy content, which is what uh what the world revolves around so Ugh. um yeah i also think um if you're listening to this when it comes out it might be the last day for the uh humble book bundle i'm pretty um, sure because as we're recording this i think there's two days left okay uh Yes, alright, uh, I'm looking now, there's one day, 18 hours remaining. As of recording, so, or? As of recording, as I am speaking, currently. So when this comes out, there'll In like 12 still hours. be like a well, day left. hours. Yeah, yeah, there'll be a little more than a day left. So if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, you still have time, it's a very cool bundle. Um, raising money for some good causes with some, uh, excellent content in it. Um, and I'm just, I'm reminding everybody again, because I have a bunch of friends who missed out on that, like, H.E.O., like, games bundle, um, for charity. Um, and I don't want you to be like, I'll buy it, I'll remember to buy it just before it expires, and then you forget. So if you were gonna do that, you should do it, because it's very neat. Um, it, I did retweet it to Twitter, because uh, Erica Ishii did say two days left on this thing, and I was like, oh shit, yeah, I wanted to get that. Yeah. Thank you, Erica. Yes, so you can see it, uh, you can see it on our Twitter. If you need a, a link, just go there. Um, and also, while you're there, follow us, if you want. And also, if you want to follow us elsewhere we also have we've got the twitter we also have a tumblr uh a facebook and an instagram 
Um, all of those are just at capes and japes. We have an email that's capesandjapes at gmail.com. Um, we have a Discord server, which we mentioned, where you can talk about spoilers for things if you remember that we have a spoiler channel. Um, we also, uh, have a Patreon, which we also referenced. Uh, so if you want to get in on that and hear us talk about some fanfiction for our bonus episode, uh, later this week, uh, you can do that. Um, if you can't do that, but you want to help us out, uh, leaving a rating and a review is a great way to do that. Um, letting a friend know about the show, if you have a friend who doesn't know anything about Green Lanterns and you want to just, like, toss some stuff at them and be like, see what to make of this. Um, you should do that. Um, and, uh, yeah, just coming back and listening. We appreciate it all the time, every day. Um, so thank you for being here with us today on Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And, as always, kiss me star sapphire? <laughs> I do want, there were a lot of people who were like, Dick Grayson should be a star sapphire. And I was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, okay. He's blue, though, yeah? He's hope. Yeah. Yeah. That's my boy. Mm-hmm.